everyone, my name's Hannah, and I just want to welcome you guys to It's Time for Coffee and a Good Book. Um, I'm here with my mom. My name's Ray. And we're honestly just going to talk about books, life, feelings, whatever comes up, and I want this to be a safe place for you guys to join us, and we encourage you to make your own cup of coffee or tea Whatever it is that makes you guys happy, find that cozy place and where we can just really get into that and dive into books. So to kickstart this podcast off, um, I thought I would talk about a little who about who we are. Um, I am the daughter of Rayanna. And um, we just kind of started having this passion for reading over the last couple years. Uh, It's gotten a little competitive. (laughs) We um, have challenges throughout the year of how many books we can read, right? And um, yeah, this just passion has gotten a lot more intense and we thought we would start this podcast. Hannah spent a semester studying abroad in Spain And we were trying to figure out how we could stay connected with her being so far away. And uh, one of the ideas we came up with was to start a book club, like reading books at the same time. And we did, and we picked, we just happened to have picked like the best books, like such good reads. And we had so much fun doing it. We brought a couple other people into it. And... We just love how it made us feel, and we actually felt connected, and we thoroughly enjoyed the books. Definitely, yeah. Uh, one of them was, let's see. Eleanor Oliphant. Eleanor Oliphant, yeah. which was uh, feel-good, funny, whimsical. <laughs> yeah, whimsical. Uh, the other one was educated. Like, oh, I forgot. For our first book club together, we picked strong, extra- yeah. Yeah, really strong, good books. And it just, it got us excited and we were excited about books before that. Yeah. But then we became more, we wanted to read more for book and discuss it. It it brought us closer and I think it gave us something to talk about and just kind of going, you really go into another world, right? I'd say it's one of our favorite pastimes. Definitely. You know, I find myself frustrated because I don't have enough time to read. If I have too, <laughs> if I have too many chores to do, I find myself getting grumpy yeah. because I can't sit down and read my book, which is actually all I want to do. You know? No, so, definitely. You know, and I just think it's so important everybody, you know, especially mm-hmm. myself and I know it's important for my family and friends, but to sit down and really, you know, relax and enjoy a good book. It takes a good book to do that, though, because I think sometimes school, I remember being in high school, when they force you to read certain books, it's harder to get into it. You know you're being forced to read it. It's less enjoyable, and I think... Because they're forcing you. They want you to learn something. Right, right. Yeah. But I think when you get a certain book, I think... It takes one be, book. And books are life-changing. Yeah. That's what, the more and more I read, the more I realize they are life-changing. Mm-hmm. And I think depending on what mood you're in, um, like what's going on in your life, sometimes books will help you sort Get those things it. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's 
it's comforting. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I think kind of our goal with this podcast is um, highlighting those books, um, talking about inspiration that we get from them, quotes, authors, um, even to diversify our own reading and expand our bookshelves of what we haven't read. And um, we thought for this episode, a good way for our audience to get to know us more is by asking each other some fun questions surrounding books. And um, I'll just go ahead and dive in on these questions that I'm going to ask my mom. And um, so for books, would you buy, like, do you prefer to buy books or borrow books? Borrow. Really? Definitely. Mm -hmm. I know. I thought that was going to surprise you. (laughs) Uh, Because I think then I know there's nothing better than someone suggesting a good book. That's true. Um, And if they're, they um, want you to read it enough, they're going to give, like, they're giving you something. They're saying this is, I enjoyed this so much. This is kind of a piece of me. Mm -hmm. And I want you to read this. Like, I think that's really telling. And uh, so I would definitely, no, no, no. Like borrow. I agree, but I'm going to have to say buy because borrowing means I have to give back. Mm. And I think when they give me a book, that's so good. I definitely want their recommendations, but then when they give me the book, yeah. I don't want to give it back. Like I want to put it on my bookshelf. I find most people don't want the book back. The only books mm. you want back, okay, we should tell you, first of all, first and <laughs> foremost, we are major Harry Potter fans. Ooh, yeah. And that's what got our family into reading. <laughs> yeah. So I know what you're thinking, and I think it's Harry Potter books yeah, you want back. back. Um, it's those favorite books. Mm-hmm. But anything else, you can keep it. And I think what's fun about borrowing is one of these questions kind of touches on this as well, but I really like highlighting and writing yes. in my books. And I think when you give someone a book to borrow that you've written oh. in there's oh, so much personality it's like a in that. diary <laughs> so i have to tell you a good story hannah in high school had to read um the things they the, carry the things they carry yeah and she was neurotic in high school <laughs> and i am not exaggerating when i say that she wrote notes on every page every paragraph i mean it was so deep and really good insightful notes um and she get and she had little colored stickies on the book and it it was just hilarious um but i i read it and i enjoyed hannah's notes and that also is such a good read my goodness but um so i got to read that book with all of hannah's annotations which (laughs) made it even better and then i gave it to my stepdad and he read it and it was really cool because I think he got to know Hannah in a deeper, (laughs) more emotional sense because of her note-taking. You know, and most people don't take the time. I'm not the type of person to make notes. I don't do that generally. I just read through. But I have to say, after seeing Hannah make so many notes in her books, it it does make me want to do that more often. And I thought for the book club, actually... I'm going to start doing right. that. Yeah. You did, I think, with the book we're reading now, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So our next question, print or ebook? Yeah. Um, I've gone back and forth with this because I'm a type of person who 
I do like uh, knowing the vocab. So if I don't know a word, I have to look it up. It's so much easier on, on the Kindle mm. or an e-reader. Um, but there's nothing better than the feel yeah. and smell, just the whole experience of a book. So I, I, I would say the actual book. That's so. a tough one too because also I think being – uh, environmentally friendly, I think an ebook is better as well. Um, but there's something about the smell of a book, mm-hmm. the feel, like you said. Uh, but also, and not... I think seeing the words on the page. Yeah, and then not only that, but um, I do like the Kindle because you can carry so many books. Yeah. In one small compact device, whereas my backpack yes. gets really heavy from books. Yeah. So. I do like the Kindle though. Um, my husband, he doesn't like me reading in bed with the light on. And so the only way I can read in bed is with the Kindle. Kindle. So that's really nice because you can that's put it true. on. You know, so there really are. That's a tough yeah. one. There are benefits to both. Okay. Indoor reading or outdoor? I wish I could read outdoors. <laughs> I want to be that person. My husband grew up... Um, with a lot of land and he grew up in the tr- trees sitting in a tree reading a book I find myself distracted outside or I don't know my favorite place is being comfy it's on the couch it's in bed like I have to be in the zone I yeah. like so I like blankets on I mean I want my cozy zone and generally that's not outside no I, I'm gonna so. have to agree with you for that I'm definitely more indoor the only problem with indoor is I tend to fall asleep if I'm too comfy. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, next one. Contemporary or classics? Yeah, this is a good question, too. Um, definitely, for me, I, I, I thought about this. I gave it some thought, and uh, it's contemporary. That's what I lean towards. I love the classics, and I want to, I mean, I haven't read that many. I want to read a lot more. Um, but generally, they're just harder to read. I'm contemporary as well. I do have a dedicated place in my heart for classics, but they're difficult to get through. The English is different. The diction's completely different. I have to look up a lot more terminology or it's definitely just more difficult to read classics. And like you said, I can't relate as much. I feel like what I'm trying to say is classics were written a certain way, right? Everyone had a certain style or Mm -hmm. something they were trying to get across. And I feel like today's books kind of break boundaries and ideas, you know. Mm. um, It just seems like there's just so much more involved. I don't know. There's something romantic about classics. Classics. Yeah. But I, I definitely think that contemporary, there's less rules. There's a lot more freedom to how people write. Yeah. Um, like that, what was that one book that we read and it didn't even use quotation marks when they oh, talked? I, yeah. Um, the Rainbow, something rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. Just different you. styles. Uh, very interesting. So, are you a speed reader or slow reader? I think I know which one you are. You know which one. <laughs> You're, are you a slow reader? Yes, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't like being rushed through a book. Um, I actually will reread something if I feel like I didn't grasp it or, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm slow. My husband's a speed reader and I respect that. I I sometimes (laughs) wish I were more like that, but no, I want to enjoy the moment and take everything in. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Definitely a slow reader. Yeah. 
I feel like I need to take in each comma and period, which sounds kind of dramatic because it's like a period and comma, but I feel like it's a pause and that pause needs to be there for me to feel and see it. Yeah. So I definitely, I feel like each letter and period and... Now, I feel like if I'm going to read through it quickly, I'm going to miss some stuff. Yeah. So, um, and not only that, but some books, the way they write, sometimes things get confusing and I won't understand what they're trying to say. So I'll have to go back to try and figure it out. To mark your spot in a book, do you use a bookmark or do you dog ear the page? I love bookmarks. I think they're beautiful. I would love to start a collection, but I end up doing a dog ear. (laughs) Or I put a bill that I've received (laughs) to mark my spot. I'm not organized enough. I don't know what the problem is, but for me, it's a dog ear. Yeah, I'm going to go bookmark. Um, Mine tend to be ones that I got for free when I was like in elementary school. So they've got ponies on them, but... (laughs) Still a bookmark. Um, And this is kind of more of a broad question, but what's your favorite book? Uh, I change this answer all the time. I think about it and change it. But I would go with White Oleander. I think it's one of the first books I read that had an impact on me because um, I had a troubled relationship with my mom and I thought... The way it was written, I could relate to it, and it was so beautifully written. It just captivated me. And uh, actually, it's something, it's a book I'd like to reread, mm-hmm. actually. To White Oleander. Yeah. Uh, I like what you said, too, about impacting you. I think for, uh, there's a lot of genres you can have for a favorite book. And to kind of focus on that impact aspect of a favorite book, I'm going to go with um, Educated by Tara Westover because it's a memoir which I think is really cool uh all her personal stories and life that she truly went through and she was raised in you know a Mormon family and I just think how important her education was to her really resonated with me at the time because I was in college and uh I believe I was studying abroad at that time too and just the impact of and education really spoke to me. So yeah, I'm going to go with Educated. Yeah, that was an incredible book. And um, actually, that might have been the first book that I cried really? while reading it. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Um, I, that I remember because I just read it not too long ago when mm-hmm. we were in Spain visiting you. And now I remember it hit that hard. Like yeah. it was that emotional and impactful and how she writes. It's stunning. She really does have a beautiful way of writing. Her voice, it just, everything flowed. Natural. Yeah. So now that I've asked all the questions, um, I am really excited to announce that the first book that we're going to be discussing in our podcast series is The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. And this is an interesting pick for us because the main character, she lives She's kind of going through this hard personal struggles and to get through those, she reads these books and kind of lives through them, right? If you want to kind of elaborate on that. I love this premise. It's about regrets involved with life decisions 
and being able to follow different paths. And mm-hmm. uh, she struggles with disappointing others. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I, I think all of us can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, disappointing ourselves even mm-hmm. more so. And uh, this book highlights being able to explore how books, uh, different cultures, different professions, different struggles, and it all comes out through reading. Yeah, what a good first book to pick. <laughs> I don't I, think we could have done a better job at that. Yeah, so. I'm halfway through, and it, it's been an easy read. I'm really excited to see how it ends. I think it's all going to come together, and the moral of the story will be an aha moment. Um, but you'll have to read along with us to find out. So to bring this podcast to a close, we thought we would end with a quote And this is because I am a total fanatic for quotes. I have them up on my walls, in my rooms. I highlight them. I have a Pinterest board of them. I just have this absolute love for quotes. And we picked one from Educated by Tara Westover. We feel like it relates to what we talked about today and because uh, we also shared how great of a book Educated is and one of my personal favorites. So the quote is... But in the end, stories are about one person saying to another, this is the way it feels to me. Can you understand what I'm saying? Does it also feel this way to you? Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And we hope you read The Midnight Library alongside with us. So until next time, enjoy every cup of coffee and each chapter in between.